Hi, welcome to the Proterra Connect podcast. I'm your host, Balit Siraj. In today's episode, we're joined by Erol Ozguner. Erol is the Chief Information Officer at Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality. In today's episode, Barish Kavakli sits down to understand the digital transformation initiatives that Erol has been driving for the Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality, his ambitions for the future, and why he does what he does on a personal level. You're listening to the Proterra Connect podcast. Hi, welcome Erol. Welcome. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for accept- accepting this offer. Uh, like I said, we will have three phases of this podcast. The first one will be on the personal story and roots. Then we will mo- move towards the core theme about uh, your role in Istanbul municipality and uh, where you see it going. What is the vision for municipalities uh, in general? And also... On the third phase, we will talk about looking ahead, looking forward. What are your personal ambitions and uh, what do you see your, for yourself in the future? Okay, Perfect. Uh, let's start with who is Erol, actually? How would you define yourself? I think this is one of the most difficult questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm Erol Özgüner. Uh, I'm the CIO of Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality. Uh, I'm 52 years old. So almost 30 years I've been working for technology uh, site. I'm an electronic and telecommunications engineer. Which university? Yıldız Technical University. Ah, perfect. <laughs> so uh, as an engineer, as an electronic engineer, uh, when I graduated, it was in 1994. So that time world was not based on technology, uh, but it was preparing for the technology era. Uh, I think we are the one of the students from that time who is seeing the future. Future will change via technology, and we should make investment to ourselves for being a member of that uh, market or that sector. Uh, that time, when I choose that, even my father asked me one day, "What electronic engineer is doing?" Now he's 84 years old. He doesn't know even sent to SMS uh, with his mobile phone, but he's calling me sometimes. I think my credit is finished. Can you refill it? <laughs> <laughs> so it was really interesting time to uh, see what will be in the next 10 years, just, 20 years. Just uh, please don't forget what you're going to say, but just uh, for our younger listeners, 1994 in Turkey or in general is just the start of the mobile phones, GSM uh, and networks uh, around it. And SMS was only available. Of course, internet was something that is just starting to get into our into our homes. Not many people had internet yes. back then. So it is just at the beginning of a huge cliff that we climbed uh, throughout the time, I guess. Yeah, even I can add one thing that uh, not everybody has laptop or desktop that yeah, time. At all. It wasn't yeah. easy. Uh, but actually... Uh, as a young person that time, I was seeing that uh, world is going really huge uh, changing with the technology. And next era will be name of technology. Uh, not maybe industrial revolution or something like that, but technology will change everything. So I should be the member of this changing. Uh, I made my decision that time and I choose to be an engineer. 
electronic engineer. Uh, then, uh, first of all, two years, three years, uh, I was working for a uh, research assistant at the oh, university. Okay. Uh, then uh, I made my, I changed my decision to work for as an communication engineer uh, to work for GSM operator. Mm-hmm. Uh, Turkcell is the one of the uh, leader operator in uh, Turkey. So I, I started to work for Turkcell. Uh, that life went on 16 years. Uh, I wasn't thinking that more than five years, but it's... Uh, in which say, area in Turkcell? Uh, network operations uh, as an engineer, as a cell planner engineer who is uh, defining which building is suitable for the base stations. So after operating base stations, how I can optimize the network. So how subscribers behaves. So what they are waiting for the networks and drop ratio, success, uh, call setup, success rates, blah, 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 lots of KPIs. So to check them, optimize the network and to see the result in real time, it was great experiences, really. Uh, it added on my uh, professional career so much things, thanks to Turkcell about it. Then in end of 2015, I quit uh, from Turkcell. That time I made my decision that I don't want to work with a salary in one company. So I, I wanted to found my own company. And in beginning of 2016, I founded uh, my own company. We aim to work on big data and data analytics. Uh, it went on almost uh, three and a half years. Everything was going well, but that time uh, there was a municipal election in uh, Turkey. So our mayor caught me one day and we started to work with him for preparing technological side of election because this is very important actually yes. to get the result from the field real time uh, to estimate the results and to orchestrate all the people who's uh, waiting for the results of the uh, elections and responsible mm-hmm. uh, for it uh, It, it wasn't an uh, easy situation. And in Turkey, it is uh, quite a little bit uh, more difficult than the uh, maybe other countries because uh, there is one central government and there is opposition parties. So I, 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 I don't want to talk to yeah. politics about it. Please don't misunderstand. Yeah. The main yeah. thing, the main thing uh, to put their technology. I mean, for example, uh, in Turkey, uh, void... Uh, usage usage of void is finishing nearly five. So after five, they start to count the void. When you get the 10% of the void result, these are real mm-hmm. results. The main thing to uh, use machine learning, how will be the remaining 90%? Mm-hmm. So will we win or not? This is a technology. This is not a Cambridge Analytica, but it's a kind of <laughs> getting a result, not to affect people's behaviors yeah. or yeah. mind. No, to get result quicker. And where to, where to play and how to win. How can we get our votes? How can we organize our votes effectively to get the most out of it with the same number of exactly. votes? I think that is the question. Exactly, exactly. And it was an uh, interesting municipal election, yeah. as you yeah. know, yeah. in yeah. 2019. Yeah. So we worked with that, with our uh, mayor of Istanbul. 
Uh, then the election re is renewed in three months too. Uh, so we prepared ourselves one more time too, but this time we got more experience than before. And more votes, uh, I guess. Yeah, uh, the difference was 13, then the difference is 806,000. Yeah. So almost 80 times more. 13,000 yeah. to 806,000. Yes, yes. So uh, actually when the election finished, I was thinking that I will turn back to my company and I will go on to work f uh, with my team. But uh, <laughs> mayor said that, no, uh, we are just starting. So you should stay here. That time my professional career one more time changed. Actually, really, I wasn't uh, thinking and dreaming that I will work uh, for municipality as a technology manager. Uh, but... Uh, I don't know. Sometimes uh, life pushes you some roads. No, no, so no. sometimes we cannot estimate or we cannot uh, wait for this will be like that. But uh, last four years, I'm in uh, Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality. I'm managing technology part of it. And I'm very happy, actually. Great, a great transition, actually. That's where I wanted to come towards the municipality uh, experience because I'm quite interested in when I... To be honest, in Istanbul, when I was living in Istanbul, I didn't have uh, any exposure towards the uh, technological advancements that is required in a municipality. And I was not into it. I was not reading about it. And maybe there were none. I don't know. Uh, back then. And then when I moved to the Netherlands, I came across a lot of uh, advancements in different municipalities. In uh, Gemeente Amsterdam, for example, they have open APIs uh, working with, uh, that is a loving, for example, I can develop an application to monitor how the garbage utilization is around Amsterdam. We're using their open APIs or their parking system is, uh, again, with open APIs, I can start to build a parking uh, application uh, using their open API. So that's why I want to move towards the core team, which is the municipality and how is technology being used in the uh, municipalities uh, currently. And uh, let's start with you describing your role within Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality in driving digital transformation and implementing uh, initiatives within the city. Let me introduce a little bit yeah. uh, Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality because... Sure. Just I want to add something. I think there are 18 million people in Istanbul. Maybe we need to give a little bit overview yes. on how many people are there. Yes. What is the Officially, population? our population is 16 million, 100,000. Okay. Uh, but we know very well that uh, last five years, there are some refugee situation in Turkey from Syria, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Iraq, Iran, uh, especially for Middle East part and last times from Ukraine too, because of war. Uh, uh, unofficial population is between 2.1, 2.7 and daily visitors because of business purposes, health purposes, yeah, health uh, tourism as a tourism, uh, touristic purposes. It is reaching 1, 1.5. So uh, in any case, uh, daily population of Istanbul, almost 20 million. So it's uh, when we consider with 20 million, it's one of the most crowded 10 cities in the world. Uh, and uh, more crowded than 25 countries of Europe. So it's very huge yeah. uh, city. Uh, when we consider uh, IMM, Istanbul Metropolitan mm -hmm. Municipality Organization, 32 subsidiary companies, 90,000 employees. 
Oh. So the organizational structure is like that. So uh, all the municipal services based on, of course, some technical uh, issues like mobile applications, web services, or some software platforms which is working and serving only inside issues or uh, only for municipal organizations for employees. Uh, but this is very interesting that, for example, when I was working for Turkcell, I was only concentrating of telco issues. Uh, I mean, telecommunications issues. Or if you are working for in a bank, uh, you are focusing on finance issues. But in municipal issues, services to the citizens starts with the give birth, but it is not finishing with death. Why it is not finishing? Because uh, all the cemetery, we have uh, databases yeah. whose uh, place is where, in which cemetery and which uh, field of it. So uh, we have a databases for our cemeteries too. Uh, so these municipal services covers all the life, garbage collection, waste management, energy consumption, gas distribution, water distribution, gardens and parks management, social services, health issues, uh, so many things. So all of them needs to be uh, tailored uh, software platforms for managing their own businesses. For example, we have a cemetery information system, garden and parks information system, social economic support platforms, uh, human resources platforms for the employees, 90,000 employees. So only, only if you record that name, surname and uh, birth and gender, it is 90,000 columns Excel. Can you imagine? So yeah. this, this is a huge uh, databases. Actually, uh, with the, with the uh, um, 32 subsidiary companies to play as a one team, uh, with technical part, not uh, easy. Uh, I'm managing uh, my own team, uh, 600 employees only for core uh, IMM organization and the other 32 subsidiaries for synchronization and the other things, 1,500 employees there too. So totally we have 2,000 technical employees and we are managing almost 16 billion uh, US dollars per year. So this is a yes. huge amount of uh, money too. But at the end, this is one of the most crowded cities. So this is very important. Uh, to practice new uh, technological things like, for example, RPA, Robotic Process mm -hmm. Automations. Okay, we have 90,000 employees, but uh, especially when we consider COVID times, <coughs> Each month, I need to update some of the databases and I need to update some of the central government databases because we have so uh, tight correlation between uh, local uh, uh, services local, um, as municipality or central government services. So we are sending some information to them and getting lots of information from them too. For example, when you apply uh, for creating a profile, Istanbul is yours is our super app. When you want to create a profile for yourself, you are writing your uh, name, surname, and I'm getting your 
Turkish uh, citizens ID. Okay. So I'm checking via web uh, services with the national government uh, databases. Uh, this is right name, surname and right uh, mm -hmm. Turkish citizens mm -hmm. ID. So this kind of so many web services or APIs, uh, we are sending uh, information and verifying this information, something like that. So, for example, uh, when COVID started after one week, we started to use one of uh, robot uh, mm -hmm. for the software. Uh, two or three weeks later, central government technical guys called us, who is working in municipality every night from two to seven? <laughs> in the wow, midnight. Okay, okay. <laughs> Because without yeah. any mistake and very regularly, every <laughs> night it starts from two uh, till six, we are uh, updating the information. We said that one of our uh, robot is working. <laughs> They said, which robot? <laughs> Software robot is working like that. So no, no one uh, can go out of because course, of yeah. quarantine limitations, but uh, robot was working there too. I mean, I mean, uh, we are trying to use technological uh, advantages in each place. It's not only RPAs, but also uh, artificial intelligence machine learnings, even deep learning, uh, or blockchain issues, or super app issues, because 32 subsidiary uh, companies think that all of them has only one mobile application. It means you have 32 mobile applications. So everybody try to uh, reach them with one username and password. So when we created two years ago, we started this Istanbul is yours is super app. Uh, we were aiming that with one username and with one unique password, all citizens can should reach all our uh, mobile applications and web applications. So uh, we, our main aim actually for municipal services, it should be very easy, re reachable accessible and very easy you shouldn't uh, try to remind that what was my username password here because each three months we are forcing them to change their password too because of security uh, reason uh, to change this to keep in your mind or write somewhere this is another uh, problem for that so uh, we we started to build uh, one super app and then uh, we put their digital wallet We put their digital ID. Now uh, the users of uh, Istanbul is yours reached uh, 2.2 million oh. in one and a half year. And uh, 2.2 million uh, people is using only one username and password for reaching all municipal services. So this is perfect, actually. Uh, main aim uh, and main answer of your question, to make our citizens' life easier and more quality than before. Great. Thanks. Uh, actually, that was my next question, because at the end, uh, you need to, what you're telling me is I need, you need to fulfill multiple aspects of it. First of all, you need to make sure that everything is in order for 90,000 people that is working for a municipality and everything is seamless there. Yeah. Secondly, you have obligations uh, against uh, uh, to the central government because you need to connect with them. Also, you rely on some information from exactly. them. Uh, and at the same time, and most importantly, I think, Uh, you need to serve the citizens or uh, the people that are living in uh, in Istanbul, which is which is which is quite a big job to do, to be honest. 
Okay, uh, thanks. Thanks for the explanations. I'm really impressed about the single sign-on uh, topic because there are a lot of companies that are struggling with uh, creating the master data of their users, of their consumers, which uh, we have been supporting. Um, can you, because when you're talking about this 90,000 people on one side, of course, they're also citizens of Istanbul, residents yeah. of Istanbul, but still there are different applications and different sites. And also thinking about 20 million people, I think cybersecurity and data privacy is uh, quite an important aspect of what you're doing, because at the end, you're every day processing yeah. a lot of sensitive data, starting from their Turkish identity numbers, health issues, uh, even cemetery you mentioned, you yeah. know, it's quite, quite an, how, how religious topics, maybe yep. they would like to be in this cemetery Advent instead of the other one. Advantages or yes, not. Uh, yeah. That kind of uh, stuff. So how do you, how do you take it, keep an eye on the cybersecurity and data privacy at the same time that you are trying to drive the digital transformation and uh, succeed with it? Uh, not easy, actually. <laughs> A little bit wider explanation I needed because uh, when you serve 20 million people to gather all the data of them with the Turkish citizens ID, email, phone number, addresses, uh, gender and the other things, actually first of all you need to create your own data lake. This is very important. Uh, in 2019 we have just started to work for it and still going on but we already passed so many uh, stages of it or phase of it. Uh, we created our own data lake. Then we separated them, which is master data, which is transactional data. Okay. And we worked, uh, we, we aimed to reach our golden record for master data, uh, because if I can verify and define quite well our citizens or our visitors, then I can add as a column of it, transactional data. Then I can manage it. But without it, I cannot do this. Uh, I can a little bit explain this uh, example. Uh, for example, Erol Özgüner. Uh, I have a Turkish ID. Uh, if I cannot create Erol Özgüner's golden record, that time, for example, I'm using Park. This is a parking company of IMM. One transaction. I'm using two times Metro. Uh, these are the transactions. Uh, I'm going to theater or concert. I'm paying water bill, gas bill. Sometimes each day I'm uh, creating maybe 10 or more transactional data for IMM. If I cannot create this master data, that time I can calculate Istanbul's population is more than a billion. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So uh, this, this is a big mistake. Or... This is a big challenge, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, really, we spent more than one and a half year for creating our master data. It is still going on because some of them newborn, some of them newcomer to Istanbul. So always we are checking our golden record, our master data. If there isn't, that person is not there directly, we are adding. And then uh, like uh, we are managing uh, all the data via our data lake, like omni-channel. Mm -hmm. So if one... Uh, citizens, I can catch or visitors uh, their information. I'm directly writing to data lake. Then I'm feeding our master data. Then I'm feeding all the other sources that, oh, th there is new uh, incomer here or new uh, people yeah. here. So 
record it on your database too, because it is possible he will or she will get a service from you too. Then actually, uh, when you create data lake, when you uh, separate master data and transactional data, you are lucky that now you can work on it with data analytics. So that time you need to put analytic tools on it. Mm -hmm. And analytic tools will give a chance to you upsell, cross-sell uh, services. Mm -hmm. what, what I want to say, if a person uses four times uh, a day Metro, for example, because we are pushing all our students to use uh, Metro or uh, buses, municipal mm -hmm. buses more, uh, instead of their uh, private car, mm -hmm. Uh, that time, for example, I can give a theater ticket okay. to them. Loyalty application. Yes. Even. Or uh, we have a bookstore, uh, Istanbul Kitapçısı, mm -hmm. uh, the name of it. So you can get 10% discount when you buy a book from there. Or uh, if you park your car and if you go on via metro, uh, each week, once, you can uh, use a metro free of charge. Something like that. So this can give you lots of analytical uh, research. But as data privacy or security point of view, of course, uh, except analytic tools, you need some security tools too for data privacy because most of the time when we use citizens' data, we need to mask them. We need to... Just uh, yeah. not to interrupt, but for our listeners, um, in Turkey, there's a wetgeving, uh, there's a rule, there's a... Uh, law that says uh, that is quite comparable with GDPR. That's yes, called KBKK, yes. and uh, Turkey is also subject to the same GDPR rules as uh, we have in Europe. That's why I, th I thought it was important to mention because yeah. it's not like free highway. You can do anything with no, personal no, data or no, something. No, you need to be yeah. careful and uh, you need to be able it, to protect. It's even it. more tightened than yes, GDPR. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, we are uh, comply with GDPR. But for personal data, we are more uh, stretch rules too on it. So because of that, we need to use the data with the comply with KVKK, which is called as uh, GDPR in Europe. Uh, so here, uh, actually, uh, we are using open text solutions. Mm -hmm. We are using technology partner uh, about it. So even... Uh, the employees who is working for human resources, when they check that one of the employee name and surname, uh, now they cannot see the Turkish citizens ID, whole of them, first three numbers and last three, two numbers. Or when they check the, for example, salary payment, the uh, IBAN numbers of the bank account, so they can see only first two and last two, something like that. The, the other uh, numbers is being hashed and masked uh, with the, Uh, solution. This data privacy is very important because uh, when we get the citizens' information, we are getting really uh, all details, especially for social services point of view. We are asking to them, uh, how much salary is your income? Uh, how many person do they live in your flat? Yeah. How many person you are in charge of? Uh, take care. Take, Taking yes. care. Yeah. And for example, mostly in Turkey, if uh, one of your parents passed away, that time most of the families takes especially mother near to them because of their age yeah. or something like that. So if uh, someone lives additionally to your 
family. So how many person you do, do you need to take care of? So these these are the numbers. Even we are asking that, do you have refrigerator? Do you have oven? Because last two, three years, really, so many refugees uh, migrated from Syria and Afghanistan to uh, Turkey, and mostly they ca they came to Istanbul, and their life conditions uh, is not uh, well enough. Uh, we are trying to reach them. We are trying to learn their financial situations and conditions. Then we are trying to support them. Of course, not only Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality, but also, but also central government, and but also people as donator who is trying to reach poor people uh, and support them financially. So when we check these, when we get all of this data, of course, uh, we need to mask them and we need to keep them in safe. I will come to that uh, charity application that yeah. you have developed. It was not in my questions, but I think you triggered me when uh, you were talking about it. Uh, I believe there's a, there's a system to to help people, to enable people to support each other. Yeah. And uh, I think in many of the religious beliefs, uh, they say that's one support that one hand is giving to the other hand that shouldn't be known. That is the philosophy behind it, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, how does it work? Can you tell me about your that application, how it is working? Some numbers maybe, how yeah, many people supported uh, each other, if you have uh, from your head? I can. Uh, actually, if one day... I quit from uh, CIO of IMM. If they ask me what is the most important three things or one thing, I will tell that pay it forward, the name of the project, or in Turkish, Askıda Fatura. When COVID uh, had just started, we noticed that when quarantine started to work, people cannot go out. It means people cannot work. So uh, if you are regular income, it's no problem. A regular salary, regular income. But if you are working as a barber, for example, you will get customer and you will earn money. If there is no customer, it means no income, no money. Uh, in Istanbul, there are lots of uh, seasons like that. Before COVID, we were supporting financially 218,000 family. It means almost 800,000 population. After COVID, we noticed that utility bills like gas bill, water bill, electricity bills, on-payment bills ratio started to increase. And for municipal services point of view, water and gas bills, on-payment bills uh, ratio increased from 2.6% to 18. So almost uh, eight Ten times. times. Uh, we were thinking that what we can do, what we can do. Uh, in our genes, you know, uh, In our bakeries, mm -hmm. uh, this is a tradition, askıda uh, ekmek. It means bread on the hook. Yeah. So you are buying two breads, but you are paying three or four. So you are telling the bakeries, these two will be given to poor people without uh, getting any money, free of charge, I mean. So we were talking to our mayor, how we can reach to people, but this, this uh, IMM has no endless financial power. We are limited and we are also uh, spending our money with the central government controls. This is very normal. So we cannot give all the municipal monies to the people. We cannot distribute. This is not working like that. It should be in a frame. It should be under control. But parallelly, we know that in Istanbul, so many rich people too, they try to reach 
the people who really needs to be supported, but they are not sure who is the right person. So here, the key role of municipality is to define who is really needs it and to declare or announce this via web page or application to the rich people or donators uh, with anonymously, not with uh, personal data. And that time uh, we thought that, oh, this will work. We should gather all the utility bills of the people who really needs to be supported financially because they lost their job, they lost their income. And because of that, they cannot pay even their utility bills. So life conditions is getting more struggle uh, to them every day, day by day. So uh, that time, let's reach them. Let's try to make their life easier, uh, at least than now. Uh, then we open a web page only for gathering uh, application from the people who really needs to be supported. Then we check them with the, some uh, official documents, because if a person applied to us and if you say that, for example, last one year I'm not working, so bring a official document to me. No one paid any social insurance for you. Okay. So from central government official document, I needed. We collected some of the uh, official documents and then we approved them. We allowed them to send their utility bills to us. Then we made them anonymous, no name, no surname, only ID. And then we put them at the web pages. As a donator, you visited our web pages. You choose one of the, or two, three, ten, or all uh, utility bills. Then you paid all amount of uh, bills, money, or some part of. Depends on your situation. Okay. So, like you define, your right hand paid, your left hand didn't know even paid. So no one knows each other. It was it was perfect, really. I, I, the reason I really like it, I think it's a win-win-win situation yeah. because it uh, it supports the one that are in need. Uh, it supports the municipality as well because yes. uh, municipality at the end gets money for the services that it has been providing. So yeah. it's not creating a, a debt on the municipality. And also it supports the moral uh, values of the people that can support each other, support other people, uh, because they know where that money is going to and uh, what yeah. it is being used for. Uh, I think municipality has paid, um, Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality has paid a uh, um, yeah, huge service to its citizens, uh, thanks to this one, because they brought in the trust elements, yes. uh, which yes. is uh, required in uh, charities and uh, supporting each other, which we recently had to Question recently in the uh, unfortunate events in uh, southeast part of Turkey and also north part yes. of uh, Syria. Uh, okay, uh, thanks a lot. Uh, Pay forward is a great uh, application. Uh, that is actually I wouldn't say that it will it falls under the tasks of a municipality, but yeah. I think it is a creative solution to yeah. a problem uh, of uh, such a huge city uh, might have. And unfortunately, every day we are hearing in different countries, this kind yeah. of problems as well. It is not limited to Turkey. So looking forward, uh, looking ahead, uh, what kind of emerging technologies that you see or trends uh, that will impact uh, the municipality services or in general uh, our lives? So I think you were 22 or something when you were... I'm trying to calculate your age. <laughs> I'm coming a little bit behind, but... Um, yeah, we, we have, I think, uh, seven, eight years of age difference or something, maybe 10. 
so you were 20 years old when this uh, happened, when the internet started to grow, when yeah. Telco has uh, yeah. grown. So if you would be able to speak to a 20 years of yourself, somebody that is living today, what is the emerging technology that he needs to watch out? Uh, good question. Some, if somebody asks me what will happen <clears throat> next five years, it is not easy to answer. Yeah because technology grows up very rapidly, so it's not easy to estimate. Before, when I was working in the years of 2000s, we were making three years, five years strategical plans, and most of the accuracy is more than 60, 70%. But for now, five years strategical plan is not important with the 70% accuracy. Uh, but we have some emerging technologies, and it is uh, seeming that next year's will be uh, done by them or they will push the market about it. For example, blockchain technologies. Uh, this is seeming that this distributed database management, uh, which is called as blockchain, is very important uh, for the next uh, generation of technologies. Uh, everything will be more digital from now on. We know it very well because of that. Uh, IMM is working on digital ID, digital wallet, and to manage all this with the blockchain technologies. Uh, what I want to say, uh, as I mentioned, Istanbul is yours, is our application. So I'm creating a one username, one yeah. password. So you are reaching all our municipal services with one username, one password. Okay, you entered in signed. Now you are in uh, Istanbul Metropolitan Municipality Environment. Uh, how, can, how can I add value to your life? I'm thinking like that, not only municipal services. And now we are uh, working on, uh, based on blockchain technologies, creating your digital wallet. I know your ID. I know your Turkish citizen's number. I am even verifying it. So with your ID and with your Turkish number, I am uh, getting it. And I'm saying that it's okay. Uh, but know your customer, KYC. Yeah. But I'm changing that know your citizens because yeah. we are a non-profit organization. So for me, not there is no customer. For me, there are citizens. So know your citizens is very important. Okay, I know ID uh, physically. I know the number of Turkish ID, but I don't know. Maybe you got your moms or your wives or your children, so you are creating a profile for them. I don't want this. They should create. So give me your photo or your video. I need to uh, know my citizens uh, with their view too. So that time, this is not uh, two-factor authentication or MFA, multi-factor authentication. No, this is know your citizens. Who are you? Okay, with physically, when I verify you too, what, why I'm doing this, I'm trying to explain this. That time, I'm opening a digital wallet to you. I'm keeping your physical uh, ID or pass, uh, passport there. And... Uh, driving license, graduation uh, certificate, some of the guarantee paper of, for example, LED TVs or yeah. any other things. Uh, some of 
documents, for example, you you have your own flat, so you have a, a documents about it. Blah blah, lots of things. Or you get uh, from e state or e government uh, some official documents with the barcodes, for example. Yeah. You can put that too. This is your digital wallet. Now this is okay. It's working. Good. Or some certificates, something like that. Okay, I. I kept it. I, I'm sure everybody has some boxes at home or some drawers yeah. they are keeping yeah. there yeah. physically. Exactly. Uh, but the diplomas or the certificates or guarantee documents mostly uh, hidden. I lost, I lost at the end. You, <laughs> and lose it, yeah. you are losing it. So, for example, uh, one of our 20 years old uh, listeners graduated and they will apply a job. So what they need? ID graduation uh, certificate, uh, where they are living this document, uh, and something else too, for example, or for example, driving license too. So they will come to their wallet, they will click Select. that four documents, yeah. and then we will create a smart contract for all four. Then with your own digital key, with your own uh, and deliberately purposes, Uh, I will be only notorious. Uh, I will write that IMM certified. I will send this to, for example, EY or any other uh, Deloitte Software or any or other yeah or any other companies where they want to apply for a job. Yep. So uh, without giving anything or another thing, uh, you are living in a one flat, but you will move another. You need to do two things. First, you need to deactivate all your subscription, water, gas, electricity, internet, blah, blah. And you need to activate for new addresses. So I need your new contract. So you can, if I made you know your citizens, that time I'm trusting you. Because I verified your Turkish ID, I know you. So something like from now on, if there is some documents which is created by you fraudul, It's your responsibility. Yeah, you know. It's under your responsibility yeah. because I'm trusting you as a public. It's like Twitter verified or Facebook verified or Instagram verified uh, kind of user at the end. So you need to be. Yes. Uh, yeah, you are responsible for your actions. Yeah. Yes. So, for example, the name of the mini applications in Istanbul is yours. I'm moving. I'm moving. So you will choose uh, the documents, and you will send water, gas, electricity, and internet companies. You will deactivate from this address to that address. It will take only two minutes. Great. So, so this is very, great, very uh, important and make life easier. Actually, <laughs> really happy to see how they are, how it is organized now. Yeah. I, I had a lot and of challenges. One, one more thing, I will add, if you allow me. Yeah, sure. Uh, already we collected uh, 2.2 million, but my aim, main aim is to reach 10 million because Istanbul is this volume, has this volume. Uh, If we pass 5 million, I'm sure that uh, for Turkish uh, mobile applications like sahibinden.com, you are putting their cars or flats mm -hmm. advertisement and trying to sell or buy something like yeah, that. Or Trendyol yeah. uh, in Turkey. I don't know uh, which is famous in Dutch, but for E-Trade, e uh, you are buying clothes or something buying like that. Yeah. Correct yeah. me or uh, no, I'm just add me. So uh, mostly when you create a profile there, you are using Google account 
or Facebook account. Or Apple nowadays, yeah. Yes. There should be Istanbul is yours account. Okay. Okay. Because 100% right person, there is no, there cannot be any fake account. And 100% And you have that address as well. You don't need to. And also, you don't need to fill in your address, the yes. address. It can yes. come automatically if you give a login. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, great, 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 so great this idea. Is, this is honest. our vision. <laughs> okay, great idea. Uh, thank you, Errol. Uh, I think uh, I've learned a lot uh, about Istanbul municipality, in, uh, municipality uh, since I've not been living there for 10 years now almost, uh, but I've learned a lot and I've seen uh, how much advancement uh, you have achieved in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, congratulations to you, thank to you your team, much. to the president, everybody. Uh, thanks for being part of our podcast and uh, lovely to have you here. Thank you very much. Uh, have a nice day. Have a nice time to all our listeners.